Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. Hi, it's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Uh, Jordan Morse, boy detective. Oh no, what's wrong, Jordan? Too full to podcast. Oh, what have you been eating? Beans again? No, I wish. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, we have a little we have a little pocket between the uh, when I get off of work and our uh-huh. record, yeah, like a, a like a nice tight window. Yeah, and it's it, it's it's a little. It's not quite long enough a window to go home. Yeah, but it's just long enough to stop and get a bite to eat. Sure, I mean, it's, and it's the perfect time to get a bite to eat. It's, You're talking uh, about dinner time, right? Exactly. Man, I stopped. And I ate. I ate. I uh, got Korean chicken wings. I got them. Oh, wow! And I got the wing sampler, which means you get three of every flavor of wing. How many flavors are we looking at? Four four flavors. That's a dozen wings. Yeah. Did you make it a baker's dozen? No. That's your mistake. You get a little little stack of French fries for good measure. Do you think they don't know about baker's dozens in Korea and that's the problem? Yeah, well, I think a, uh, I think it's illegal to be a baker over there. Oh, God. Baking's it. illegal, yeah. Is that a legacy of something about the North-South conflict? I mean, I don't know too much about that uh-huh. that area of the world. Sure. No, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't accuse you of being a Korean studies scholar. No, uh, I'm pretty good at StarCraft. That's right. about as far <laughs> yeah, as it goes. Right. Uh, but yeah, no, I think there is something there about how uh, cakes, pies, and other uh, baked goods uh, uh, are doorways for spirits. Also, if you leave a fan on when you sleep, uh, you die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these are all... The these are two... all. I'm pretty sure all this is true about the Koreas. I'm like 60%. Mm-hmm. 60% confident that that's real facts about Korea. So you have... Oh, and ducks will uh, spit nightmares into your mouth. You got 12 wings. Yeah. What, so three of each flavor. What flavors? Are go- <sighs> soy garlic. Uh, let's see. This uh, that a jalapeno. Okay. Butter coconut. Oh. She had some little shaves of coconut on top. Got it. Uh, so, uh, like some sort of hot pepper. Right. And then traditional crispy. Got it. So no soy garlic fries. at all? No soy garlic. Hmm. I am hmm. so full. I had a, and I, hmm. had, I drank a height. Hmm. Hmm. He noised disapprovingly. <laughs> <laughs> I had one of those heights too, which I'm always worried I'll mispronounce when I order it and just seem like the whitest white. Is it hite? I think it's height. Height? I said it. And the guy didn't make a face at me like I was wrong. But I and mean, he later, could just be a nice guy. He could just be a nice guy. Uh, but usually I get a little face. Uh-huh. Because I want to say hite. Right. I want to say it. Yeah. When I'm ordering it, Yeah. I want to say it. You know what but, I want to say? Chan Ho Park. Former Dodgers pitcher, <laughs> Chan Ho Park. I think, that's, I think that's the way to pronounce it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I am so full. Oh, my God, I'm full. So you just took out those 12 wings, but you also had a side of French fries. A little stack of fries. I wouldn't call it a full side. It's more of a little stack. Okay. It's like a like an after-dinner mint, but it's fried <laughs> potatoes with a little white drizzle on top. I don't know what the drizzle is. Like that handful of colorful herbs that you get at the end of your Indian meal? Exactly, yeah. But it's French fries yeah. in a stack. Mm-hmm. With a little white drizzle on top. Palm frites in know French. The, I don't want, no, don't know what the drizzle is. Palm frites. Oh, boy. Yeah. Anyway, so that's where I'm at. I just want you and the listener to know that I am so full. Well, Jordan, I've got bad news for you, my friend, Mm. and bad news for the listeners to this podcast. I, too, am too full to podcast. Oh, no. I know. Here's what happened to me, Jordan. Yeah. Well, first of all, at lunchtime, there's just a few people around the office. A few people are out of the office. And I think to myself, 
you know, you're a big man, Jesse Thorne. Mm -hmm. You know, you're a titan of industry. You're a leader. You're a thought leader. Mm -hmm. And you're very affluent. Mm -hmm. Let's treat these little people to lunch. So I'm not I'm not ashamed to say that I've got the scratch to go to that taco truck and say whatever you want, guys. Go nuts. Go ape shit. And you know what? Even Ibarian X, our production fellow, mm-hmm. he said to me, "I'd like four carnitas tacos." Now, mm-hmm. number one, four tacos. That's not an unreasonable order, but that's a that's a serious order. Sure, it's hearty. Yeah, you're hungry. I said to I said to Ibarian X, "Make it a baker's dozen." <laughs> <laughs> I said to him, would you like an avocado on that? Mm-hmm. I mean, not an entire avocado. No, no. <laughs> they don't. That would be amazing. <laughs> if you could get your tacos with an avocado mm-hmm. on top. Um, so I had a torta. Mm-hmm. And I, so I was already rolling pretty full. Yeah. Normally, I don't go home between work and mm-hmm. when we record this program. But for the same reason as you. This, this podcast is really going to be big. Uh, with all the scheduling nerds, oh yeah, people who want it like, all right, we we know about this funny thing that happened to you, but let's hear about this. Break it down day to day, five to six. What are you doing? Happy Secretary's Day, folks. Sure, Admi- administrative professionals day, Jordan. It's all okay. I want to get into this when we introduce our guests. Right? Did you know it's also Send Nudes Day? <laughs> <laughs> I did. Hear it. send it's send nudes. International. I don't know if it's international or if it's just an American holiday. It could just it's definitely be, a bank holiday. It could be Western and it has yet to reach the Orient. Anyway, so, so finish your food story and then we'll talk about Send Nudes Day. But this morning, I had gone to Costco and purchased some gorgeous, uh, some gorgeous, uh, uh, what do you call these... Uh, Drum of, drums of suntan lotion. <laughs> yeah, just some. So, well, I did. I did buy myself two inflatable boats. Okay. That was a little treat for myself. Yeah. But uh, I bought some uh, short ribs. Mm-hmm. I bought some of these gorgeous boneless short ribs, and then I'm like, I got to cook these short ribs. So this morning, before I went to work, I'm like, I know what I'll do. I'll get them ready. I'll put them in the slow in the slow cooker. I'll Is get to deal, work. Did you need to cook them so fast? Because like the Koreans, that you think a the the refrigerator is a gateway to the land of the dead. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, it's a gateway to the land of the dead. And these short ribs, they're not alive. No, they're going to trot right off. Sure. So can't put them in there. I put these off to the other side. I put these short ribs in the cooker. But then I'm at work and I realize, holy shit, I got to do Jordan Yossi go tonight. I'm not going to be home for dinner. So you know what I did? I turned up the pressure. Mm. I said to my employees, I walked out there. I said, ladies and gentlemen, hold your applause. You're welcome for lunch. $24 it cost me, Jordan. Mm-hmm. But I said, hold your applause. I paid for Diet Cokes. I even, play, I even paid for a full liter of cola for Christian Duenas. He said, I want a Coke. I want the bottle kind. They only have the one liter bottle, mm. not that 16-ounce bottle. Mm-hmm. I bought it for him. Maybe a little too much Coke, Jesse. T- tell that to Christian. Well, I'm just saying, as, as the... BMOC, big man on campus, uh-huh. and the guy paying for the lunch. Right? Shouldn't you encourage healthful choices? You know what, Jordan? How about I have instead police... of a how about instead of a liter Coke, he has gets to eat a handful of whole grains. I don't think it's my job to police the choices of my employees. Mm. I just encourage them to fulfill themselves and follow their dreams, whether it's uh, spreadsheets uh, or colas. Okay. Well, now I, so, now I know a little bit more about your MO. I turned up the heat. Mm-hmm. I said, let's get, this, let's get this shit handled by 4 p.m. 
I want to track my hit national public radio show, Bullseye, mm-hmm. on more stations than Marion McPartland's Piano Jazz, the late Marion McPartland's Piano Jazz. Mm-hmm. That's how successful my NPR show is. And they did it. They came through for me because they know on what side of the bread their butter comes. Sure. So I went home and I fucked up some short ribs, Jordan. Yeah. I cooked a nice pasta. You just grabbed al dente. Them. Okay. I was going to say if you really wanted to, if you really wanted to kind of like make it efficient, mm-hmm. you wouldn't even eat it with anything. You would just grab it out of the slow cooker with your hand and put it right into your mouth. Jordan, I've got a Did correction. You consider that. I've got a correction for you. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to make it efficient, I'd get my face down in there and eat out of it like a trough. Oh yeah. Could you maybe? It's a perfect trough size. This is a full size slow cooker. Could you? Rig up a belt or a strap to strap it to your head so you could also drive while you ate? Like a feed bag? Like a feed bag, yes. <laughs> well, I mean, I have one strap rigged up, but uh, and it is rigged up to the slow cooker, but it's rigged up to shake my tum-tum. You know, oh, sure, like an old-time like old reducing machine. Exactly, and that, that way I don't gain weight when I'm eating these short ribs. Should we introduce our guest? I'd love to. I think what were he's... we talking about? Oh, yeah. why, why we're so full. Yeah, and Nude Day. Mm-hmm. And Nude Day was also S- Send up. Nudes Day. Yeah, so I think we're both too full to podcast, so apologies to the audience, but I say we muscle through this thing. Yeah, I mean, I might leave to poop. Brian's. But <laughs> if you guys would just carry on. Yeah. Or I could maybe bring, I don't know what the range on this cord is, I could just just bring this guy in the bathroom with I'd me. Rather, I, I, would, I, I don't like that. Nah, I mean, I think the people that are annoyed mm, by... No, Brian's you. laughing and the occasional chewing noises no. would love to hear no, the Korean <laughs> chicken wing <laughs> poops no. splattering into the like toilet the, while we chat. I don't chat. like anything about even discussing this. All right. I don't like I'm it I'm just at saying all. that I think what people love most about this... Po- it's two things. It's scheduling talk. Number one is scheduling talk. Two is ancillary noises. Right. And I think we can really kick it up with some poop splash. So ancillary noises like our producer Brian laughing outside mm-hmm. the booth, but he laughs so loud that it penetrates the booth. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when we eat something and we chew on microphone. Mm-hmm. And now? Do you think we could, how about this? Mm-hmm. Can I pitch you an alternative and then we'll introduce our guest. Okay. He's been sitting so patient. Yeah. He's a nice man. How about this? Spoiler alert, the guest is a man. Yeah. We make a new podcast that's just you pooping, and we pitch it to the ASMR community. I think they would love that. I think they would, too. And then I'll go straight. They, they call it I'll, a brain orgasm. I'll softly whisper while I do it. You know what I, I call? I usually do, too. You know what I call a, a brain orgasm? Hmm. Uh, completing the latest uh, best-selling literary novel and contemplating its themes. Nice. But then again... My NPR show is more popular than the late Marion McPartland's Piano Jazz. I've heard that. Our guest on the program is a beloved stand-up comedian. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's wearing New Balance sneakers, presumably to avoid a narrow path. Um, I've never met the man until 15 minutes ago, but I tell you what, Jordan, I like this guy. (laughs) I like this guy's vibe, Jordan. He's a great guy. He seems like a good dude. And I think the audience is going to enjoy him, too. Yeah. Randy Licky. Hi, Randy. Hey, guys. How are you, friend? I'm doing great. Are we friends? Absolutely. Thank hey, you Randy. very much. Oh, handshake. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much. Hey, Randy. Yep. How full are you? Actually, that's the thing I've been thinking about this whole time. I'm too hungry to podcast. Oh. Really? 
I don't know if we're going to get along. You want me to regurgitate into your mouth like a mommy bird? Something. We need to figure out some sort of balance. Yeah. I'm willing to regurgitate into your mouth like a mommy wolf if that helps. <laughs> oh, shit. Two different styles. I'm into <laughs> yeah. it. Depends on what you're into. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ow. <laughs> Bird noise. Yeah, sure. Oh, uh, so why did you, did you not get a chance to eat? Why are you so hungry, buddy? Just always hungry, man. Oh, okay. Oh, you're talking about a sort of existential hunger? <laughs> I'm hungry for success. <laughs> hungry for truth? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I ate not too long ago. I'm not I'm not super hungry. Uh, I, ate, I, I went and ate with, like, a girl, so I didn't want to, like, really eat as much as I wanted to. Right. Oh. You know, I couldn't you... I couldn't do the, the dozen wings and the, the stack of fries yeah you didn't want to seem like a monster yeah uh what what did you what did you have during 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 this girl meal <laughs> had some sushi mm, yeah. classic girl meal yeah. classic, classic girl meal. Girl happy meal. hour sushi meal yeah but listening to like, some mariah carey yeah mm-hmm. that was at like three or so and then i went for a walk okay so so that burned I, some of it off after yeah all of it probably yeah, i don't know yeah. how it all works but i walk i walk <laughs> once every couple of weeks to burn off everything sure <laughs> and i think that that'll do it i think you can burn off a week's worth of calories with just a jaunt to the mailbox certainly yeah. it was just a bunch of fucking girl meals i know <laughs> Yeah, God. I used to like. I thought we were inviting men only onto this podcast. Oh no, that's the rule that oh. you and I agreed on, Jordan. Yeah. Men only. Yeah. None of these whiny feminists yeah. and their Ghostbusters reboots. <laughs> sure. I eat real. F- I I go crazy. Listen, guys, I'll eat over the sink with the water running. Like, <laughs> wow, <laughs> is that to wash away your sin? Yeah, yeah, that's just like that's the only sa- or the shower or the the woods. Those are the only places I like to eat. God, it would be amazing to eat wings in the shower. <laughs> that would be real. <laughs> I have an you, idea. You could tur- you wouldn't have to have your face into the shower yeah. the whole time. You could turn your back to the f- <laughs> nozzle, mm-hmm. munch the wings, yeah. drop the wings just on the fucking ground, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The housekeeper could take care of that. <laughs> yeah, that's not your issue. Dunk them into shampoo. <laughs> yes. Be a little... What if instead of, how about this, Jordan? Mm-hmm. You know those big pump containers of shampoo? Sure. Just put blue cheese in there. Oh, man, that would be so efficient. <laughs> yeah. That's that a good idea, really yeah. Efficient. Oh, and also the shower shoots beer at you. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're in. You got it. That's going to be a, a little brewski. St- strangely steamy. A little brewski. I have an idea for a wing. Because, like, I love wings, but I just hate eating them near people. Me too. So it's have, like, it feels shameful. Oh, God. You I got a, a beard, too. I a beard, yeah. I, uh, my beard, I ate wings the other day, and it was, it was a fucking situation. Yeah, it's a mess. So my idea is... It's like I, I don't know what it's what it's called, but basically everyone has like a voting booth that they eat in. Basically, oh. so you close the curtain and you go in and you eat your wings. A little shame shack. Yes, <laughs> that's solid. Yeah, think we can get on Shark Tank. Got to. Yeah, I think that'd be the way to go. You know what? If we yeah. don't get on Shark Tank, let's take this to Dragon's Den. Sure. <laughs> the lesser known. Yeah, that's the British Shark Tank. <laughs> the British Shark Tank. Yeah, I don't and know, you what... know what. How about this? If it doesn't go on Shark Tank and it doesn't go on Dragon's Den, I say we take it to UK Antiques Roadshow. Sure. <laughs> or we could we could do the Gila, the Gila Monster's Hole, yeah. which is the Shark Tank of the Galapagos Islands. <laughs> you know, when something That when was something the original like name. It just wouldn't translate over yeah, here. Yeah. When something's developed on an island, it really develops in unique and remarkable ways. Yeah. Their Mark Cuban is, is really beautiful. <laughs> the good news about- Such beautiful plumage on their Cuban. The good news about that show <laughs> is no natural predators. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> um, 
Did you guys celebrate Send Nudes Day? Did anyone send nudes? I guess we're, I guess you say we're taping this on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, but by the time you hear this, all you'll be thinking about is something from June. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I know, right? Like uh, Juneteenth. <laughs> all you guys will be thinking about Juneteenth. Sure. <laughs> Celebration of African American history and heritage. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites. Yeah. What else happens in June? I got Juneteenth already. I feel like I've yeah. done, made my like contribution. a movie coming out? Anyway. Very bad with months. Yeah. This guy. Me. Pointing to myself. <laughs> <laughs> You're pointing at us. These guys are bad with months. No, just notoriously bad. Bad at re- remembering birthdays, really? months. You've achieved notoriety in the field of being bad at months? <laughs> it's just a self, I don't know. Like, like, but where? Like at the movie theater, the concessionaires are like... Sometimes oh, Randy I don't stopped know. by today. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. Sometimes I don't know what month is next. Right. I don't. You know. I can't recall if I if I, I if I tried to name all twelve months, I'd leave one of them out. Probably April. I had to take. A, <laughs> I had to take a. Where'd uh, all these May flowers come from? <laughs> <laughs> In April. <laughs> yeah. I there, had to, had, I mean, there had to have been some showers at a certain point, but when did they happen? I had to take a neurological exam recently. Mm-hmm. Not uncommon occurrence in my life. I got migraine headaches. So when you go to a new doctor, they have to administer a neurological exam mm-hmm. to make sure a that you're not. A new doctor? Yeah, when you go to a new doctor, uh, uh, I went actually earlier today. Uh-huh. So they sent me a new doctor. So you're ready for send news there. Um, and. Uh, they ask you questions like the sort of questions that they you would get asked in a field sobriety test. Mm-hmm. So there's there's different things you have to do. You have to stick your fingers out and then touch your nose. Stick your fingers out, touch your nose. Um, uh, stand on one foot. Uh, different s- scratching things. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> you have to do a lot of scratching. They check. They check. They check your scratching, your mixing, <laughs> your crossfading. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, dope <laughs> uh, but then they ask you these those kind of questions like uh, they they give you five words and then they ask you to re- repeat them back at the end of the quiz yeah they ask you who the president is and what the date is like shit the kind of basic shit that you should be able to answer like the kind of questions that they ask a football player who's been dazed on the field yeah. before they put him in despite the fact that he definitely should not go back in. <laughs> like, question's so easy. And I fucking, I think that this, it was for um, biofeedback mm-hmm. for my migraines. I think that this psychologist who did these tests may think that I'm developmentally disabled. <laughs> you got them all wrong. I got, I did so so, Randy, I can't even begin <laughs> to tell you. I think what of the you, five what you, words. What did, you, what did you miss? I don't even remember. <laughs> so if the questions were, what questions did we ask you? Okay, you I also did get not, that wrong. I did not know what date it was. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. initially, I don't always know that. before correcting myself, got the month wrong. Mm. I was like, uh, I, I, he said, what's the date? I said, I genuinely don't know. I'm not off the top of my head. And he's like, what month is it? And I'm like. April or 
No, it's May. Mm-hmm. It's May. <laughs> it was May. To be so. fair, it is unusual that the last part of the quiz is just about the first two seasons of Castle. Yeah, that was a little, but luckily, I love Nathan Fillion. Sure, yeah. So I'll watch anything Fillion. And I remember any. I actually. Have you ever read the book uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie? I think uh, I think judging by the amount of friends I have and the people I've influenced, the answer is no. <laughs> so in that book, he talks about how to remember people's names. Mm-hmm. And this is a secret. I don't know if you know this, Randy. I don't. Um, I'll just let you know that. <laughs> but like, Randy, I just met you mm-hmm. uh, in the elevator. And it was great. It was really fun to meet you, Randy. Yeah, thank you. Um, that's an example of the techniques in the book. Do you say but, my name back to me? Is that part of it? No. So what you do is inside your head, you take the person's name. So in this case, I met you. Mm-hmm. Say Randy. And then you associate it with Nathan Fillion. Sure. From Firefly and Castle and uh, Gumball Rally or whatever that Death Race 3000. <laughs> I don't I, I know. <laughs> what was he? Wasn't he in like a rally car movie? Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, I don't. I'm. I. What was he in? What was his movie? He was in a a movie, in between Firefly and Castle. And I remember because you were, went to a interviewed him at a thing and was like, you know, who's a nice guy, Nathan Fillion. He was Slither. Slither. Yeah, it might have been Slither. It's Slither's a hoot. So uh, uh, and yeah. So for example, reg- like if I met Randy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would say Randy Nathan Fillion. Mm-hmm. So now I remember when I look at him, I see Nathan Fillion. He's about one and a half castles tall. Exactly. So I see Nathan Fillion. I'm mildly aroused. And mm-hmm. as the blood goes to my veins, it goes into the, you know, circulates in my head. I find, I, oh, Randy, Nathan Fillion. And I also take ginkgo biloba. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. But now you have two things to remember. You have you have to remember Nathan Fillion and Randy. And Ginkgo Biloba. Dang, I'm constantly forgetting to take my Ginkgo Biloba. That <laughs> is a real problem for me. When you think Ginkgo, you have to think Biloba. That's a good point. Yeah. And neither of those are words. So it's just <laughs> thinking of a nonsense word and then another <laughs> nonsense word. <laughs> but it's good to know that you're out there and you're hungry, hungry Randy, because I think that if you stay hungry – yeah. I think that you can achieve a lot in this business, Randy. Oh, really? And we haven't known each other for a long time. But when Jordan said that he that uh, we booked you on the show, I watched your set from Conan. Oh, great. And I think between that and what I know about your hunger mm-hmm. and the fact that you're not just going to go around and take food from out of anybody's regurgitation, <laughs> I, think that you've, I think you've got star quality, Randy. Thank you so much. That's great. You saw my Conan set. I. Uh... You know what you remind me of? What? Nathan, Nathan Fillion. Fillion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy that I didn't wear the same shirt that I wore on Conan. I, I <laughs> that very would be few shirts. <laughs> it's like, oh, there's that guy. He wears, he's like Bart Simpson. He wears the same thing every day. <laughs> you do have kind of a scampish quality to you. Yeah. Right? So, like the great Bart Simpson. Yeah. Um, I like I I for I like that how austere nudes is mm-hmm. that internet speak is usually so mm-hmm. crass totally yeah the fact that it's not like you know send me those titties yeah or hashtag them titties yeah, yeah let's see let's see that dong yeah. it's send nudes yeah it's very like it's almost like a like a botticelli or something like that <laughs> send nudes yeah it sounds like uh 
like a drawing test advertisement in the back of a Rolling Stone magazine in 1974. Right. Send us a nude pirate. <laughs> Send nudes today. Yeah. We will evaluate your ability. You could become a commercial artist. Mm. If, you're, if your nudes are nude enough. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't send any news. I didn't know it was send nudes day. You should pay attention more to yeah. the Twitter trending topics. What are you? Not a producer on the Today Show <laughs> who's in charge of I'm calendaring not, things? No, sorry. I mean, again, bad with calendars. So yeah, very probably bad not with a calendars. probably not a great job for yeah. you. Probably not the best invite onto our show, given how many calendar enthusiasts listen to our program. Well, I'm sorry. His poop noises are great. Okay, I know that's, that's what... supposed to be on the ASMR show. Oh boy! Well, now I'm confused. Uh, <laughs> do you have? You're hungry. Do you have food plans for after this? Uh, do you want to talk it out with us? Oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't have any specific food plans. No, I, I figured I would get done with this and then go eat. Yeah, you for want sure. To, what do you think? How do you feel about Korean chicken wings? I like Korean chicken. How wings. do you feel about Korean chicken balls? Uh, <laughs> wait, what are those? It's like a Korean the, the chicken balls wing, of the but chicken it's a ball. And it's dope. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just down that the sounds street. good. Actually, I used to so. There was a period of time where I wasn't doing much, sitting around a lot, and I was, like, driving to Koreatown and getting chicken wings, like, every day. And I was like, this Sounds is— Sounds like a sweet-ass life. Oh, it was so good. But then I started feeling really ill. Yeah. And I, I was like, oh, maybe I'm just eating terribly. And I started getting a pain in my stomach. And I was like, man, something is wrong. And for, like, a week, I was very uncomfortable. And uh, so I started to— I was like, I'm just going to drink juice, you know, I'll fix it the L.A. style. Sure. So I started just drinking juice. If I did eat something, it was just like, you know, grilled vegetables, something very clean. And uh, after like a week of doing that, I was like, I still feel terrible. I have a pain in my stomach. I guess I don't know what's wrong with me. I'll go to the doctor tomorrow. But tonight there was a pork eating event that I wanted to go to. <laughs> and someone had given me a Someone had given me a free ticket. A pork eating event? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what are the details of this? Where welcome, was it? How much? Welcome to the annual convocation. <laughs> I forget exactly what it's called, but it happens every year. And they, they start with multiple cities. And what they do is they take five chefs and they give each chef a different heritage breed uh, pig. Mm. And then they have to create, you know, a handful of dishes from this pig. And then it's like a tasting menu event. Like you show up and you just go to each table and you eat a bunch of stuff and you vote who the best person is in L.A. And then they move on to the national one. Oh. I would prefer this event if instead of giving a different heritage breed pig to each chef, mm -hmm. they have the same heritage breed pig and the chefs have to fight over it. Yeah. So, so it's half fighting, half cooking. Yeah. yeah. And it's like sword based. I mean, then you can cut cut up the pig that, that way. That would be great. Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah. yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I think just they kind of given the, the toot of the celebrity chef these days. Celebrity you know, chefs not, are full of toot. They got a lot. They got, they got tattoo sleeves. Right. <laughs> yeah, uh, of, of like carrots and Yeah. Stuff. They don't take it's no so shit. Yeah. Razzmatazz. Sure. Uh, big old beards. I bet sure. these guys, it would be very on brand for them to sword fight. Yeah. Can I tell you something about uh, my big beard? Mm hmm. Um, Randy, you've got a, a carefully trimmed beard. Yeah. I have a somewhat un un unkempt beard. Uh, -huh. uh I was I was filling up my car at mm -hmm. the old service station. Sure. Uh, earlier today, uh, you know, down by the holler. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, near the creek, right? <laughs> yeah, you got it. All right. And uh, this uh, homeless guy locks eyes on me, mm -hmm. and I'm like, "Oh, I'm in for it." Now, of course, I have a, I'm a big-hearted man. I've got nothing but love for the homeless, but um, you know, I'm also from inner city San Francisco and, uh, uh, it was always just bred into me 
uh, to never help anyone, <laughs> basically. And uh, this guy, this guy sees me from probably twenty five, thirty feet away, and he he locks eyes on me and he says, "Hey, man!" And I'm like, "Hi," and he goes, "Like that beard?" And I'm like, "Thank you," and he says, "You know who? You know who that reminds me of?" And I'm like, uh, no. And he says, who's that man off the television? Hmm. And just waits for me to answer. Yeah. Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. I said, I, I don't know. And he goes, yeah. Sting. <laughs> <laughs> that man off the television. You know, Sting. Yeah, famous television personality, Sting. Does Sting anyway, have a beard these days? Gave him $2. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck Sting looks like now. I bet Sting is just a ball of energy. Like he's 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 transcended his mortal form. Right. He's fucked his way out of his body. Right. Mm-hmm. And now is just kind of a ball of light. Would you say that his that flies around playing the lute and pleasing women? Do you think his like soul glow energy, um, no pun intended, came out of his urethra? Yeah, well, uh, or butt. I don't know what Sting's into. I mean, presumably he's into both, so pick one, Jordan. Yeah. I think a little bit came out of each and they met in the middle. <laughs> there were two strands. There may, and may the circle be unbroken. Yeah, one was one was bright white right. and the other was black as midnight. Uh-huh. The white one shot out of his wiener. Uh-huh. The black one shot out of his butt. Okay. They did a beautiful minuet oh yes around his body sounds good and they met in the air above his head right they made his, a yin yang they made a yin yang right. his body crumpled to the floor mm-hmm. was immediately burned yeah and now that yin yang mm-hmm. is just traveling around mm-hmm. playing the lute and pleasing yeah. women do you think sting plays uh the red witch on Game of Thrones? Uh, I don't think so. I think that's Sting. No, I don't think that's Sting. Do you remember when she Sting had... Sting doesn't have a body anymore. Do you remember when she... But do you remember when she had that pussy demon that came out of her box? Yes, I remember the pussy demon. And it killed somebody or something? I have a gif of that. That's my porno. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Got you it. know that's my porno. Got it. My porno is just Sting's dead, lifeless body being burned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> immediately upon his pure energy being released hmm. from its corporeal form. What's your porno, Ray? <laughs> uh, I like interracial porno. <laughs> oh, cool. Well, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Oh, hey, what's up? It's Randy Lidke. I'm big, tall guy. Yeah, it's true. He is. He's a big, tall guy. Hey, we got something up on the Jumbotron, Jordan. It's for Joshua Landis from Amanda and Katie. The message is as follows. Happy birthday, Josh. Lots of love from your wonderful fiance and your fabulous big sis. Hope your day is the best. They teamed up on him. Yeah. They double teamed him. I will say when I first glanced at this ad, mm-hmm. uh, we're looking at it on smartphones. We are. Uh, we get these via email. I thought it said, lots of love from your wonderful fiance and her fabulous big ass. <laughs> <laughs> 
That does sound like a great From your fabulous big sis. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to marry somebody, might as well have a big old ass. Yeah. Um, I don't know know the size of your fiancé's buttocks. No, it's mid-size, but the sister. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Quite a dumper. (laughs) (laughs) You should see the the turd cutter on sis. (laughs) It's just a nice. <laughs> someone gave us a hundred dollars, yeah, to share a nice birthday message, yeah, with a a kind young gentleman named Joshua, yeah. Just poor Joshua. He spent the last four years traveling the country, <laughs> sure. digging holes and planting apple seeds. <laughs> you think he's Johnny Appleseed? This is some guy. No, 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 no. Uh, that is a – it's a classic tall tale. It's a great American folk story about mm-hmm. Joshua Landis mm-hmm. who traveled the country. Looking for a big old ass. <laughs> digging holes mm-hmm. and texting them titties. <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. I, just, I want to apologize on behalf of Jordan to mm-hmm. Amanda and Katie. That's reasonable. Uh, just know that we're probably going to use your $100 for something moral. Yeah, like, like uh, a Bible, like yeah, or a hundred dollar Bibles. Mm-hmm. There's a real nice. Bible for a dollar, so right? Maybe there's a VR Bible. Oh God, that would be awesome. Immerse yourself, even if in it was the, just in the Google, Word. Even if it was just Google Cardboard, mm-hmm. I'd still be pretty into that. You yeah. know, <laughs> even if it was just one of those really, you know, really get into degree. into the Word. Yeah. Okay, I want to mention a couple of things real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one. Max FunCon East. Tickets on sale right now at MaxFunCon.com. Uh, we do not announce the lineup until the show is there, but if you're a Jordan Jesse Go listener, you won't be disappointed. I'm willing to say that. I think that's a reasonable tease. We got a lot of amazing people coming to Max FunCon East. It's going to be a real blast. Also, uh, you may know that I'm also the second banana on the Judge John Hodgman podcast, um, and uh, we are going on tour in September. Uh, we will be up and down the eastern seaboard and in London, England at the London Podcast Festival where we'll also be doing uh, an episode of Bullseye. So uh, you can find all of those dates at MaximumFun.org and uh, you should get yourself some tickets to all of those things. And Jordan, mm-hmm. Father's Day is coming up. Sure. I think there's only one real place to buy a gift for your father mm-hmm. this Father's Day. And that's at the gift card counter at Outback Steakhouse. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have access to an Outback Steakhouse, let's yeah. say all you have is Chili's 2, mm-hmm. the airport <laughs> You chilies. live in an airport. <laughs> yeah. I would those, recommend. If you're one of those airport kids. Jumping over to putthisonshop.com mm-hmm. uh, where we have lots of uh, beautiful things that I've hand-selected my very own self. Uh, uh, vintage items, uh, vintage clothing, um, uh, scarves, pocket squares, lots of beautiful things, no matter what kind of guy that dad in your life is. And you can use the code FULLCHORT and get free shipping. That's it. Okay. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Oh, hey, it's me, Randy Lidke. Uh, whatever. You're not that tall, Randy. What uh, are you, a six-footer, six-two? 
Uh, I'm I'm six. Here's the deal, guys. I'm six five technically. Mm. I'm a bit of a slouch. Oh, I'll okay. admit it. Maybe if you stood up a little straighter, yeah, you'd yeah. be the old but this, 69. This world has b- built for people who are shorter, so I've I've conformed. You're slouching to everyone else's level. Yeah, my That's Corolla nice makes me that way. Hmm. Randy, can I suggest something to you? Mm-hmm. I'd like you to check out a book called How to Win Friends and Influence mm. People. It's by a, an amazing man named Dale Carnegie. I, here's something about me that you need to know is I can't read. Really? So. <laughs> Do you just bluff your way through reading situations? Yeah. I just, you know. Ra- I, oh, sorry. No, that's it. Okay. You go. I was going to ask you, if is there more to that port contest story? What happened? You were going to the doctor. <laughs> oh, yeah. To see what was the matter with your stomach, but instead you went to a port contest? I uh, I had to get my appendix out. That's what oh. the Oh, wow. Was. Yeah. I had my appendix out recently. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah mine, mine was very, like, atypical. Uh, my, the pain was in a different spot, and, like, I was... It's been all day at the hospital, and then they finally were like, yeah, we're going to take your appendix out, but we're not completely sure that's what it is. Like, basically, like, three different layers of, all right, you're going into surgery, and then some doctor would come out and be like, listen, you don't have to do this if you don't want to. <laughs> like, maybe you should just hang out for a day. That's what it was like when I had my yeah. appendix out. I was there for, like, 24 hours. Yeah. Well, they did. Just hang out for a day. Go to a shrimp contest. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then go to a gout contest. Yeah. <laughs> Did you, when you get your appendix out, do you feel like all your insides are all different and you're kind of confused by it? Afterwards? No, not really. <sighs> they must have messed up my appendix. My <laughs> yeah. uh, appendix removal. Appendectomy is the word I was looking yeah, for. Yeah, that's the one. I feel like my entire insides are different. Really? Yeah. My main issue was, so they did like a laparoscopic, you know, little tiny hole. They stick they a camera inside Right up you. through your butthole. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doctor sticks his dick in your butt and like, <laughs> you know. You got it. a camera glued on there. <laughs> yeah. Was this at a hospital hurt. or? <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it's hospital back in the central Oregon where I'm from. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but one of the scars was like right on where like my jeans hit. Uh-huh. And it took forever to heal. I thought like – and there was like a little bit of calcified blood. Like it mm. felt like there was a bump in there. Mm-hmm. And I had like meetings and stand-up shows after that. And I was like having a really hard time wearing like official pants. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, So you just wore tokens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would like wear shorts and then like right before I would go on stage, I would change into pants and it would like really hurt. I mean that is a great opportunity to go caftan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying you have to go caftan, yeah. but if you're going to go caftan, that's the time to do it. Say, I can't have anything chafing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got to go caftan. Just any kind of resort wear. Do you ever feel jealous of somebody that's wearing a caftan? Uh, I, I will be honest. I can't quite picture a caftan. I think what I am picturing, uh, when you say caftan, I am picturing something that An like, afghan? Yeah, I'm picturing a kind of dog. Yeah, uh, a blanket. I'm picturing like a, like a 50-year-old woman uh, at like a... A Mexican resort, and she's got a drapey dress on, and she's having a marg by the pool. You're not that far off. It's the thing. It's like the thing with a head hole in a front and a back, and they're connected on the sides. Okay, it's like a classic. Uh, it's a classic uh, type of garment that many that you know is is worn in many cultures, especially where it's hot. Mm, I don't think okay. it's always called a caftan. I think sure. caftan must be culturally specific. It's a men's long belted tunic worn in countries of the Near East. Mm. Or a woman's long loose dress. 
So here's some caftans. I'm going to show you some. Yeah, let's of just. Jesse did a Google image search for caftan. Okay, this is basically what I was picturing. <clears throat> okay, so Randy, do you want to look at these pictures of caftans? Sure. sure. Yeah. Do you ever? Whoa! Stop masturbating. Oh yes. <laughs> do you ever see somebody? Nah, continue masturbating. I'm sorry, I judged you. <laughs> okay. Do you ever see somebody in a traditional garment, mm-hmm. and you think to yourself, like, man, I could get into wearing that. We've got a kilt guy at work now. Yeah, and really? he has a big beard. Yeah. He keeps talking to me about my beard, and he's like, oh, we got a – I had, like, sunglasses on. He's like, oh, put sunglasses on me. We look the same. I'm like, easy, buddy. <laughs> I'm not wearing a kilt. I'm not kilt. wearing a kilt. <laughs> wow. What kind, of, what kind of guy is this kilt guy? I presume he's a, he's a Highlander? Yeah. He, yeah he's got the, a big, giant beard like that. There yeah. can be only one kilt guy mm. who works at everybody's work. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I think... <laughs> there can be only one until a rule is made. <laughs> right, you got to get unions involved. Yeah, you yeah. got to get the uh, kilt guy union involved. Uh, but yeah, he's just kind of like a beard guy. He always wears a, he wears a kilt and, and a nerd shirt. Uh, I think today's nerd shirt was, uh, oh boy, something about how good his hugs are. Mm. Something, something, <laughs> I'm good at hugs. Or something, something, got to get those hugs. I said something about a situation similar to this on Judge John Hodgman once, mm-hmm. and I learned an important lesson, mm-hmm. which is I should never say what I think about a situation like that publicly. <laughs> yeah, and to a mass audience. Sure, and I think the I think that the kilt guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I think it's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I think you do it because you're passionate about it. Uh, I'm maybe told that if you're a bigger guy, which I think this particular kilt guy is. Uh, that it has – there are certain advantages, certain big guy advantages mm-hmm. that maybe uh, a non-big guy wouldn't know about. Like a medium <laughs> or a small guy? <laughs> yeah. I, I like how politically correct you're being about that. I, I think he might be a big he guy. He might be a big he guy. Might, he might be. <laughs> yeah. Um, Classic yeah. PC police bullshit from Jordan over there. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You got to cover uh, the bases. Um yeah, I'm just concerned about WOCs and kilt guys. Mm-hmm. These are the two groups so that every I think day, need every day my he, support. He has a kilt on every day. I think so. He I've wears, seen him just a couple of days. Yeah. Does he wear Doctor Martin? It's one of my favorite uh, early Elvis Costello songs. Every day I wear the kilt. <laughs> does he wear uh, like uh, Doc Martens with a lot of lace holes, or does he wear sandals with socks, or does he wear <sighs> toe shoes? I've not taken note yeah. of his footwear. You're always wear. looking at the kilt. Yeah. Yeah. You Your eyes are drawn to the kilt because yeah. you're hoping his dicks can come out. Like, oh, man, <laughs> when you see just that donger, drop something. You see that big. Guy dong, yeah. <laughs> Gotta Drop check it. out that big guy dong. Drop it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, on the topic of work, yeah, I wanted to relate a couple of stories. Oh wow, are you having trouble at work? No, I'm. I'm. Here's what's happening. Tra- trouble fitting in, Jordan. Yeah. yeah. Nobody likes me. Oh, Randy. Just <sighs> so you know, Jordan is a comedy writer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, he writes on a he writes on a television show. Uh huh. Um, you probably haven't seen it, but it's it's really a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and Jordan has a lot of coworkers who I'm not going to say they're I'm not going to say they're like jocks, but they're sort of alphas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. Yeah. And Jordan has a tough time. 
he just has a tough. He's kind of a, he's kind of what I call a shy guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. um, so sometimes he has a hard time connecting with them, especially yeah. if they're if they're throwing around the pigskin or exactly <laughs> talking about their sexual conquests. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're or... like catch the football and say something about pussy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly how yes, they are. Work, I know yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I like if somebody like brings in a fish they caught mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and talks about its pussy. Yeah, yeah, they're still. Yeah, yeah. Next day, bringing in a fish. That's yeah. very popular. Sure. <laughs> got this yesterday. Yeah. Don't know what I'm gonna do with it. Yeah, still got the vest on. Something probably. Hey man, fillet that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I guess Randy and I were kind of coworkers. You are. We you definitely are, are. We are. You were. You were sort of a at midnight special projects man. I don't know how to yeah. describe what you do there. <clears throat> I I can't. I can't even describe it either. Yeah. So like tough. demolitions or <laughs> yeah. Hacker. Technically, I'm an associate producer, mm-hmm. but that's like a bullshit title they give people to make them shut up. Right? I definitely. I have a. a most of my show business career has been in like super deep cable and the internet. Yeah. So I have been an associate producer a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, that is the yeah, that is the uh, we don't know what to call you. Also, maybe we don't want to give you health insurance. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you get health insurance. Randy, no, but... no. We, yeah. Um, yeah. At first we were uh, like consultants and then okay. now, I don't know. We, yeah, we're just creating some content for the show that's not necessarily for the TV show day to day, but it's some long-term stuff. Ancillary things. Yes, definitely. Content. Yeah. You know. <laughs> that thing that everyone loves. It's yeah. a weird job. It was created for it. a friend and I, so like it's you very can, specific. You can use industry lingo here. Just say it. Oh, okay. Webisodes. <laughs> Webis- no, that's the thing. It, 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 my friend Brendan Walsh and I have created a lot of uh, kind of pranky is a word to use, but it's sometimes the wrong word, but kind of uh, social media pranky kind of long con content and uh, – on our own, just for fun. Spent our own money, created some weird stuff. So now people have started hiring us to try their hand at that world. And it's very fleeting. It's very, you know, it's hard <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. to really. But they're like, you're the guys to do it. And we're like, yep, we are. We'll see. Can you tell us about some of these successful long cons that you've done to get these sorts of jobs? Uh, yeah, well, see, I did two things that got me a lot of attention. I, I did... Uh, I created a Twitter account for Pace Picante Salsa years ago, and I ran it uh, for six months as if it were the real account. And then eventually so – So what was – when you were just tweeting in earnest, Yeah, what were some of the Pace Picante tweets that you would do? I would tweet recipe suggestions. I would run, <laughs> I would run fake contests. I would retweet people saying nice things about Pace. I would address issues that people had with Pace. Uh, <laughs> I bought a bunch of fake followers for it. So I ran it as if it were real. And this is back when, like, you know, there were a lot of uh, real accounts that weren't verified yet because, like, like why would you follow Pace Picante on Salsa – or on Salsa on Twitter? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, if you're on Salsa.com, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. you want to be following. Pace is one of the first – yeah, that's one of the first yeah. places So then go. eventually I got kind of bored with it. Uh, my goal was just to have some people in an office building for a whole day being like, who is running this account? And like after a day <laughs> of asking everyone in the office, them having to reach out to me and be like, please stop even though you're doing a decent job. <laughs> And, so you uh, were not doing anything gross or weird with no. it. You were just I just wanted to confuse pretending some people. like okay. Yeah, yeah. And I had a few other corporate accounts that eventually got short, shut down, but that one lasted lo- the longest. Yeah. And then eventually a comedian Kyle Kinane, who's a friend of mine, he tweeted something negative about Pace Picante and I was uh-huh. feeling kind of like 
brave and bored with the yeah. account. So I faved that tweet. And then he screen grabbed, hey, Pace Picante just faved this negative tweet. He screen grabbed it, tweeted that. I faved that tweet. And then it started this whole thing where he would just say all these negative things. And I would fave each one mm -hmm. as if a robot were running the account at Pace Picante. And then it turned into an all-day back and forth through direct messages. And it turned into like a, like a national news story where it's like PR implosion. And you'd have to look it up because it would take a really long time to yeah. explain it. But uh, <clears throat> that got a bunch of attention. And then a week later – I uh, did this thing where I made these cookies that looked like iPhones <laughs> and then drove around and acted like I was talking into them and tried to get pulled over. Uh, that way I could be like, oh, it's just a cookie. And that turned into a national news story. So within like eight days of Man. each other, these two things that I just happened to do for fun. So wait, did you get pulled over? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that, that's something you have to look up too because it's, a, it's kind of a long story. But uh, – yeah, it turned into this really big thing. Like the next day I was at work and I was getting phone calls from like Good Morning America, ABC Nightline News. Uh, I, I went in to do an interview at Inside Edition. They canceled at the last minute. And uh, I made them feel bad because I, I skipped work that day. So they wrote me a check for $100. Hey. <laughs> Pretty and good. They talked about me on The Real Story with Gretchen Carlson on, on Fox News. Whoa. Uh, Lou Dobbs said I was beyond counsel. Uh, wow. It was For a, the iPhone thing or the pace legal thing? Legal counsel, uh, yeah. psychological yeah. counsel. Yeah. Uh, uh, legal counsel. Mm -hmm. uh, for the cookie thing. The cookie yeah. thing kind of blew up. Lou Dobbs just goes, yeah. all people have a right to a fair defense, yeah. <laughs> but not this man. <laughs> Throw him in the gulag. Yeah. So those two things led to um, a lot of attention. And then my friend Brendan Walsh had been doing uh, things like, like he put a big sign up on – there was a big empty Circuit City and he put a big sign on it. It says, coming soon, Whole Foods and made a whole neighborhood <laughs> think Whole Foods was coming there and jumps up on billboards and like adds himself to the cast of Top Chef. And <laughs> we added a text message. There was a, a, a Metro PCS commercial where it had a big cell phone on a billboard and we added text messages inside of it that said like, hey, last night your mom died. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. And then people would just be like, "What? why would they put that? Um, so just weird social yeah. things. And then we ended up getting hired by Adult Swim for a big chunk of a, of a year, just creating, you know, we created this weird calendar, which is funny. I'm bad with months and uh, different products and things like that. Now we're at, at midnight trying to do some of the same stuff. Uh, so the thing I wanted to talk about. Let's do it. When... When, when you're playing when, football. When you're playing football <laughs> and you're like, when can I score this final touchdown? <laughs> yes. Toss so me can, that fish. So I can get in that pussy. <laughs> yeah, let me, yeah. Let me get at that bass. Yeah. In that bass pussy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, like when work kind of invades your brain in a weird way. Mm -hmm. Like uh, the, other, the other night I had a dream that I was reading a newspaper. Mm-hmm. And I was reading a story about how— Now, this isn't unusual because you're a news hound. I love it. <laughs> I love news, mm -hmm. info, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, opinion, totally. comics, sports, arts, and leisure. Yeah. And, of course, JCPenney underwear. <laughs> Gotta love those fine ladies. Yes. JCPenney undies ad. Uh, I was reading a – in the dream, I'm reading a newspaper about how McDonald's has a dating app and it's called Quarter Pounder with the <laughs> E dropped. <laughs> so like the the spelling convention of Tinder and yeah, Grinder, but totally. it's just called Quarter Pounder. Uh-huh. Oh, it's, not, it's, not Quarter Pound Her. 
No, no, quarter pounder. But I think that's that was part of you know. I think in the dream they thought that was kind of cheeky. Your fucking dream copywriting is pretty solid. Yeah, I know. That's a pretty solid idea. Uh, uh, but then I woke up and I realized, oh, I'm just dreaming at midnight premises. <laughs> totally. Like, it's just yeah. it's something that exists purely to have three little jokes made about it. Yeah. Uh, I'll dream, like, stand-up jokes that I'm like, man, I was really killing in my dream. And then when I really break down the joke when I'm awake, it's like... That is not a joke. Like you can't. Yeah. You can't pull that off. Everybody, you gotta get a blimp. <laughs> but I don't know how. <laughs> wow! I like that guy. Dude, that guy's great. Yeah. I'm as hungry as a goat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Every day, but not today. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, Jesse, I can't imagine what you go through because it is. It is very. The, the premises you have to come up with it at midnight, very repetitive. Sure. And uh, could be a little bit numbing. Yeah, and you just like you just go into work each day praying that McDonald's will have started a <laughs> dating app called Quarter Pounder. <laughs> and then there will be a, a huge chunk of fun jokes to make about yeah. it. So, yeah, I guess I was just like, oh, what would, what would make my day at work really easy if McDonald's would do this? One step ahead. Anyway, uh, Jesse, have you ever had like – do you do have like work dreams? I had a dream last night, actually, mm-hmm. that I was fucking the shit out of Marion McPartland's oh, ghost. Oh, sure. The ghost of the late Marion McPartland. I probably shouldn't say that. Did she have to submit to you sexually because your show is more popular than hers? I guess she probably would want to. I We literally, in the office the other day, uh, I was... Uh, I was uh, Upset as I usually am about mm-hmm. how few public radio stations carry my show, mm-hmm. and uh, Colin, our senior producer, said, "Oh, but you're, uh, but we do have more. Li- we have more stations than Marion McPartland's Piano Jazz because mm-hmm. he had just gotten this the ratings report." <laughs> and I explained to him that Marion McPartland died a few years ago, mm-hmm. and it really took the air out of that achievement. <laughs> <laughs> so you like, are you are you are beating reruns. Of the of a show of a, from a deceased woman, and I'm getting <clears throat> thoroughly thwomped by reruns of Car Talk, which are also the sh- which is sure. also the show of a deceased person. What's yeah. this? What's is is her show just her playing jazz piano? No, her show. It's a really lovely show, actually. It was um, she was a very gifted uh, jazz piano player, mm-hmm. uh, well known jazz piano player, and she would do interviewer interviews with other jazz piano players. Mm-hmm. And then they would play, and also they would play together. Okay. It was a really lovely show. That sounds nice. Yeah. And I'm sure she was a very lovely woman, quite old by the time she passed. She had a full life. But congratulations on- I never actually fucked her. Yeah. Congratulations on destroying her in death. Yeah. Like really, really trouncing her memory. Like really kind of taking a shit on her beautiful grave. That's the- Yes, exactly. Thank you. You're you're better with words than I am. Yeah, well, you know, that's why why they gave me the least successful national public radio (laughs) show in America. Um, I had another instance of like, oh, work is too in my brain. Like I'm having trouble getting it out of my brain. Mm-hmm. I, uh, uh, this is maybe like last year, like a year and a half ago. I was, I went with some buddies to a, to a music festival, an outdoor music festival. Uh, and we, uh, this was, we, we drove, we did a little road trip up to San Francisco mm-hmm. and we realized, hey, unlike other vacations that you take, our weed cards work here. Oh yeah. So it's within the state. 
Right. Got these sweet weed cards. Mm-hmm. So before we go to this show, I'm going to stop and get some get some dank. Little dank. Would you did you get what what'd you get? Nugs? Well, we went to this place called the Apothecaria. And this is a place unlike any weed place I have ever been to. It is they have chandeliers. Oh man. They're guys, they're weed guys. Is that a drug term or are you talking about chandeliers? I don't smoke weed. Oh yeah, no no, these are actually this is like a fancy <laughs> type of a fancy ceiling light. <laughs> okay. That a rich man has. Okay. And all their you know, usually the person, I mean the weed shops I'm familiar with, it's usually a weed bro. Yeah. Or like a or like a babe. Mm-hmm. Like a like a stony babe, mm-hmm. like but, a guy who could be in Cypress Hill, yeah, or a lady who would be like the centerfold in a High Times magazine. Yeah, these are yeah, these are yeah. That's a good description of the types of people. Mm-hmm. But these were all little bow tie fellas. Ooh, they had little bow ties, little suspenders. Yeah. Do they have sleeve garters at all? Uh, I did not notice sleeve garters, but they were definitely the weed versions of the craft cocktail guy who muddles and. You know, we'll fire the little orange peel for you. You can tell because of how clear the giant ice cube they gave you was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And then I look on the bill. There's an ice cube charge? Anyway, but then you're like, you know what? I kind of liked that ice cube. Uh, So we got these little gummies, these little circular gummies. We thought that would be a nice way to – this was pre-vape. Okay. The vape did not exist, which would maybe be the easiest way to smoke in an outdoor concert. Mm -hmm. But uh, little gummies – uh, it's maybe like my third time ever eating any kind of pot food. They call these edibles. Edibles. I call them gummies. Okay. Uh, whether it's a brownie or a... <laughs> it's how you it's, eat I it. just call it a gummy. Yeah, yeah I use my gums. I try not <laughs> yeah. to get any tooth on it. Yeah. Like Haribo gummies. I just kids, smash, kids I just smash them, so. <laughs> smash them against my gums with my tongue. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and I had half this gummy. Right. And by three o'clock... I felt like I was in a – three in the afternoon. I was so fucked up. I thought I was in a giant pill. I oh, like felt... Maureen Dowd. Has <laughs> yeah. she been in a giant pill? Uh, she, she invaded – She invaded against the – she wrote a column invading against the legalization of marijuana mm-hmm. because uh, she had tried some legal marijuana or medical marijuana and she had eaten an edible and f- freaked out. Yeah. Uh, and so she said it was so bad for everyone. I was I was straight doubting. <laughs> I was having a real, a real <laughs> doubt trip. We're feeling kind of dowdy. A little dowdy, uh, and I was having this notion that I was so fucked up, and that someone there was probably filming me, and then I have to go to work on Monday and make fun of the video of myself <laughs> fucked up at this <laughs> concert, uh, yeah. and it would be titled something like "Concert Asshole Can't Handle His Shit," and then I would have to goof on myself. Yeah. Two days later, anyway. I got to find a way to leave it behind, guys. That's with every every like field, though. I th- mm-hmm. Like I worked. It was just for like two weeks. Even mm-hmm. I worked uh, a, a Christmas break when I'd go back during college. Mm-hmm. I would work for UPS uh-huh. and as a driver helper. Uh-huh. I would sit. They have a little chair on the side that you can't see. It flips down, mm-hmm. and then you would just run packages up to the doors. And then just you know, there's so many like during the busy season. Yeah, there's cool. just so many Christmas packages. And where I'm from in Oregon, it snows, so. 
I, it was just like it had taken over my brain this mm-hmm. this job. So at, at at night, I would like dream about like stepping on a frozen puddle and like slipping, like just because that's that's the stuff I had to deal with <sighs> yeah, at yeah. work every day. So I'd be like woken up, jarred awake, thinking I was slipping, trying to run a package. Yeah, and, the night slips. Yeah, and then like in the in the morning, because also you had to put your seatbelt on and off mm-hmm. every stop, even though it was just like a couple feet. Yeah. And so I would, like, be eating my breakfast cereal, and when, before I would stand up, I would reach to unbuckle my seatbelt. <laughs> I'd be like, no! Oh, yeah, I bet over in, my a, life. in a day, you probably unbuckle and buckle, I mean, how many times? 300 times? Yeah, I became very good at it. Wow. Yeah. So I you don't can like buckle. your braggy tone. <laughs> <laughs> they were considering having a Vegas show about it. I'm the braggart. <laughs> I'm the braggart here. Yeah, okay. So what, wait, hold on. So what was the Vegas show going to be? Uh, it was uh, five... Five bucklers, mm-hmm. and uh, it was uh, we did we would buckle to Rat Pack tunes. Oh, Fly Me to the Moon. Yeah, yeah. But then halfway through, it'd go, rrr, 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 and then it would turn into house music, and Whoa. then there'd be bottle service. And, oh, wow! Because that's the new Vegas. It was like yeah. it was old Vegas transitioning oh. to new Vegas via bucklers. So, so really, at the end of the day, you're a storyteller. Yes, you're telling the story of Vegas mm-hmm. through. Rhythmic seat. That's buckling. what I would call it, but the casino owners—it's all about the dollar. So yeah, right, yeah, sure. And You're the dollar—the dollar is bottle service and house music. Do you mm-hmm. want to hear? Do you want to know what the soundtrack is? Uh, if the uh, casino owners have their way, yeah, yeah. Cha-ching. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, right. So those yeah, guys yeah. are all about the dollar. Yeah. The sound of a cash register. You got it. Totally. Mm-hmm. I was just in Vegas. I just went there for a day to have fun. How'd that go? It's pretty fun, man. I've never done Vegas for only a day. I have yeah. done, uh, I have done like like two days, and two. I think that's perfect. Any yeah. longer than that, is, yeah, two uh, is about the max. This time, one was pretty good. It was like got there, you know. I'm trying to think what time. I probably got there by two or three. Mm-hmm. Had to leave by 11 a.m. It was perfect. That's pretty good. Too much driving for that amount of time, but still was good. What are what are you when you're when you're doing Vegas for yeah. only a scant amount of time? Totally. What are you cramming in there? Well, I have a friend who has a show in Vegas. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a show called. Her name is Judy Tenuta. <laughs> yes. No, it's a it's a show called Absinthe. At uh, Caesar's Palace, mm. and it's a. Uh, this sounds like a fancy weed store. Yeah, I know. It's it's a it's a show with like circus acts and burlesque, and then my friend is this character that hosts it. He's a he's, I think he's a circ clown technically, but he's super funny, mm-hmm. and he just kind of distracts people and gets them you know disarmed, and then they see these crazy circus acts, and it's in a tent or what's made to believe a tent. And, kind uh, of a false tent. Yeah, I think at first it was a tent, and then legally they had to build a structure because it's been going on for like six or seven years. Okay. Um, and now this is the first time. I, this is my fourth time seeing it. So if I'm ever in Vegas, maybe once a year, I'll be like, I'll call him up and I'll be like, Yeah, I want to see your show again. It's super fun. It's really, it's worth it. It's a really good show. Okay, we get it. <laughs> I'm sorry. For fuck's sake. I'm sponsored by Absinthe. <laughs> and uh, you have to mention it on all but this podcasts. Is, this is the first time I'd seen it where. So him and his – I don't know if it's his girlfriend or his wife, uh, but she is his sidekick in the show. And uh, there are these extreme characters and they have stand-ins for them because they've been doing it for so long that they're like, yeah, I'm taking the month off. This is this is a lot of work doing the same thing t- twice a week or twice a night, mm-hmm. Tuesday through Sunday for seven years. And uh, so it was the first time I saw it where they weren't – it was people pretending to be them. Oh. And they had their voices down almost – I was blown away. They didn't look exactly like them, but their voices sounded exactly like them. So it's funny they had to have stand-ins for original characters? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the characters created by these people. 
like the, the casino didn't create these characters. They're like people, they were characters they were doing before. So, Randy, I don't know a lot about your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I know you're a funny man. I'm bi. Oh, okay. I know you're a funny <laughs> bi man. Thank you. Who I work with. Yes. And it's nice and fun to see it work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, are uh, two questions. Got it. Are you a drinker? And two, how do you? Because the point of going to Vegas, if you're a drinker, is mm-hmm. getting fucked up. Yeah. How do do you? How do you effectively drink when you have to get in the car in ten hours yeah. or something? I do drink. I and and I'd say I used to only drink maybe once or twice a week. Lately, it's been a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I oh, just. Uh, yeah. I went through a breakup. Sure. I moved. I got my own place. Uh, I live closer to a friend of mine. You have a drinking problem. <laughs> yeah. I, have a, I have this full-blown drinking problem. Um, but what, what what I did was I got there and – You moved into the – we should mention you moved from uh, from your apartment in uh, – I think it was like the Silver Lake area uh-huh. to, to the Cabo Wabo Cantina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a bar back there and they let me sleep in the bar. Uh, I uh, – I, I ate lunch when I got there, and then I started just drinking. Mm-hmm. And by the time the show – the show was at 10 p.m. By the time the show was happening, I was ready to be done drinking. Okay. So I was, like, exhausted by the end of the show and went to bed. So it was perfect. It's like I got to drink and have fun, but I didn't stay up too late. When I was last there, mm-hmm. uh, it was a public radio event. Mm-hmm. And I was hanging out with Roman Mars from mm-hmm. 99% Invisible, good friend of mine, wonderful guy. Uh, and he is uh, – he's straight edge, as am I. Mm-hmm. So the two of us were just kind of uh, wandering around. We went and had, uh, uh, you know, like $100 steaks. Mm-hmm. And we're like, well, we sure. Neither of us gamble either. That's the other yeah. thing. Yeah. Not gamblers, not drinkers. So we're just like, well, $100 steaks it is. Uh, that went great. Sure. Uh, but by far the highlight of the trip was uh, spending like a happy hour with Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. Mm-hmm. Uh Snap Judgment Public Radio Show. Glenn is the host of the show. He's a very lovely, lovely dude who grew up in some kind of weird farm cult in Michigan. <laughs> he's he's a, he's a trip, Glenn Washington. Yeah. Glenn Washington had one of those drinks, like with the curly straw that and the giant. Oh, it's like a yard of something. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Glenn Washington, grown adult man. I mean, Glenn Washington's forty-five years sure. old or something. Uh, but Glenn is by he's a public radio host, professional storyteller, just drinking a drink that like should only be drunk by people who are wearing sunglasses that say what year it just became. Ah, sure, yeah, like a full on, and he was so fucking hammered. Yeah. Like, and it was the most amazing thing to be with because normally, like when you don't drink, you get used to people being super self conscious mm-hmm. about drinking in front of you, and you don't really care. I mean, most people in the world drink, so you're pretty used to the idea of someone drinking in front of you. Uh, but and so normally, like if it was two people that don't drink and one person that does drink, first of all, that never happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was exciting. <laughs> but uh, also. Uh, just Glenn, as he is on his show, is so utterly without shame mm-hmm. uh, that he was just having a blast being fucking super hammered <laughs> and chatting with two completely sober people. Oh, man, it was a it was great fun. I recommend in the future when you're in Las Vegas mm-hmm. that the, you go to $100 Steaks with mm-hmm. Roman Mars. Sure. You walk around uh, the thing that's fake Paris. Uh, with one of the hosts of Radio Lab, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. I did it with Krullwich, but it'd be fun with Jad too. Sure. Uh, and then I recommend getting hammered 
with Glenn Washington only, only Glenn Washington's hammered. <laughs> yeah, those, those those drinks are pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> those long things. They have There's one shaped like a guitar. To, you can strap them to your neck because yeah. they're too heavy. Do you get to keep the crazy strap? I'm sure. I, yeah, I can't imagine they want those back. <laughs> you put a deposit in <laughs> That's on filthy. The, yeah, $5 deposit on the crazy straw. Yeah. You get your license back when you bring this. I also don't like the thought that I have to drink out of a crazy straw that uh, another Vegas person had or several other Vegas people had. Yeah, they sterilize them with lights. Yeah, it's got to be like bowling shoes. Yeah. You got to like give it a give it a hearty spray down. Mm-hmm. I guess right. my concern would be that would be that guy from Pawn Stars sharing a straw with me. Yeah, that's uh, Chumley. Yeah, not ideal. Yeah. We'll <laughs> not be back. Ideal. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, la, la. And I host Getting Curious. Getting Curious is a bi-weekly exploration of things that I really want to know about. What do you not know anything about? I know for me, there was too many things to even count. It could have been from Anastasia and the Romanoffs, or it could be internet security. What's Bernie Sanders' deal? Sometimes I might have an in on an expert who I knew from a while ago, but then other times I end up in a studio with a total academic who is really smart. And I, um... I'm smart in a different way, and we have to figure out how to make our languages meet together. And that's why you gotta listen to Getting Curious. Come on in, take a seat. You, me, and an expert will figure something out, and it's gonna be really fun and illuminating, and we'll get a little smarter, I hope. You can find Getting Curious on iTunes or on MaximumFun.org. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne. I'm the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Randy Lucky. I'm running the cusp of being a millennial. Really? I just found that out, yeah. What, are you 36 years old? 32. Mm. You're a millennial. I know. Well, but like I looked at You're it. You're squarely 1983. Like that's like the first year you can be a millennial that I thought. 1980. Really? I took yeah. two okay. quizzes yeah. recently, two online quizzes. Mm-hmm. How millennial are you? Uh-huh. And which Harry Potter house should you be in? Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you guys want to guess what I scored on each? I don't know anything about Harry Potter. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. So I, I, I uh, Harry's house. Uh, yeah. And then how millennial are you? I'd say, what is it, a percentage? Percentage. Like 80%. Okay. So I'm going to put you at 65% millennial, and I'm going to say alpha house. Okay. Uh, 70% millennial. Oh. Gryffindor. Okay. Oh. I've heard the that house before. known uh, for their bravery. Oh. Damn, girl. Oh. Is that because of your cowardice and it was sort of ironic? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, it's like calling a fat guy tiny. <laughs> like, hey, Gryffindor. <laughs> have fun being brave. <laughs> I have not read the uh, Harry Potter books, nor mm-hmm. have I seen the Harry Potter movies. But I think when they say Gryffindor is known for its bravery, they're kind of selling you a bill of goods, Jordan. Oh, yeah? They're known for having uncircumcised penis. Oh, I should definitely not be in Gryffindor. I got two of those bad boys. <laughs> Circumcision, then I'm like, hey, go again. Hit her again, rabbi. Oh, I thought you meant you had two uncircumcised penis. Oh, no, I just have the one penis, but it's been circumcised twice. Got it. 
<laughs> Randy, tell us about your penis. Oh, it's a. Uh, <clears throat> It's uh, I'd say it's about eighty percent millennial. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a Hufflepuff too. It's a Hufflepuff. Yeah, in the right circumstance. Uh, well, when something momentous happens to you, like that second circumcision, mm-hmm. we ask you to call us at two zero six nine eight four four fun. That number two zero six nine eight four four F U N for our beloved signature segment, momentous occasions. Hi, uh, this is Lisa in Emeryville. I just got back from a week-long meditation retreat, and this is the most I've spoken in a while. Um, there were many momentous things that happened, uh, but the one that I thought that you all would enjoy the most is, um, so the retreat was led by Buddhist nuns with the shaved head and the robes and the whole deal. And um, each day at lunch, we would offer food to them, and that was their meal for the day, and they would put it in their special bowls and then chant a little thank you, and then uh, one of them would, uh, they would all look at their food, and one of them would say a little something um, about the nature of impermanence and how the food is a reminder of that, and um, uh, one of the nuns, who was the oldest of them, but mostly just was uh, observing the retreat, so we hadn't really heard her speak much yet. Uh, she, instead of giving a rote um, little uh, invocation, she ad-libbed, and um, I wish it verbatim, but it was something to the effect of, I look at this food, and it reminds me of the nature of impermanence, uh, this food that is so beautiful and attractive now, soon will not be once it has gone through the body. And then there was kind of a beat. And then everyone, including the other nuns, realized that she had just made a poop joke in the dining hall, and it was amazing, and we all laughed. Um, thanks so much. Bye. Humor standards are low with the meditation retreat. <clears throat> but, I mean, but also, I don't know if I like her, too. I mean, I personally think poop is beautiful. <laughs> really? Sometimes I think more beautiful than food. Are you leading some kind of poop pride movement? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, if we've got to call it that, yeah. The if, people united. Mm-hmm. If poop jokes kill at a at a meditation retreat, I would destroy. Maybe those are maybe that's a new circuit you could start working. Hell yeah. I'll have all sorts of sound. Can't talk, but I can still play a soundboard of farts. <laughs> that's the that's the whole Emeryville deal. Yeah, at the meditation retreats, you get that nice IKEA there. <laughs> got a Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah. So you got the the trifecta of perfect venues for your poop humor. <laughs> Just uh, get a little, get a little, uh, get a double tree in Emeryville. Yes. Do a night at the IKEA, <laughs> a night at the, a night at the Buddhist meditation retreat. What's the other point of pride there? You mentioned a third thing. Bed Bath and Beyond. Bed Bath and Beyond. You'll probably middle at Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah. Probably yeah. can't head. They got there. some heavyweights there. <laughs> yeah. Earthquake. <laughs> and Guy O'Balem is over at the mm-hmm. uh, Bed Bath and Beyond doing some of his pot jokes. Yeah, see, that's not my world, so you can have it. Yeah. Um, have you guys ever been on a Buddhist retreat, either of you? We went to that Buddhist temple for RA training once. Did we? Maybe I. Maybe that was one of the years I was an RA, but you were not. But I remember there being a uh, don't kill bugs sign. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, a Buddhist monk lived at my house for a while. Okay. Did he kill bugs? 
Uh, I, I can't imagine he did. Yeah. He was a Lao monk. So there was also a no sex sign in addition to not killing bugs. It's like, come on, what's... Not this really selling this monk. RA retreat. You're not, yeah, right. No, right. <laughs> the one of the primary college fuckfests. Um, no, I don't think there was a lot. Yeah, I think you're jesting because of how dorky everyone was. I uh, uh, the monk's name was uh, Benito. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother Brendan uh, couldn't say that, so we called him Burrito. That's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Disrespectful, but pretty funny. And uh, he was really into the Women's World Cup. Hmm. Probably too into it. Yeah. I guess if you're a monk and your sexual, you know, your sexual titillations are limited. Uh Uh-huh. That's probably one of the main ones. I don't know if you're, I don't know how limited his titillations were. Mm -hmm. But I will say that I believe him to have been titillated by the Women's World Cup. I mean, they do have some, they do have some lovely thighs. How did they? How did this monk end up living in my house? I don't know. You're asking the wrong guy. I should really take this up with my dad. He just had a spare room and he's probably renting it out? No, we didn't have an extra room. Where did the monk sleep? <laughs> I don't remember. Atop hmm. of you? Yeah. My room? <laughs> he might have. I couldn't tell you where this monk was sleeping. I'm thinking to this. I remember the house. Mm-hmm. There's two bedrooms in this house. Mm-hmm. One of them is my two brothers. The other is my dad and my stepmother. I split time with my mom. When I was there, I slept in this room in the basement that slugs would come into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know where the fuck, where was, where was fucking Burrito sleeping? Probably in your room when you were at your mom's house. Right. And then. He can't uh, even when, kill the slugs, the poor guy. And then, yeah, right. Can't have sex. Can't kill the slugs. Maybe yeah. monks can have sex in general, but we were not supposed to have sex on this retreat. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, I think probably when you were at your When you were at your dad's house and needed to use the bed, he would just become a ball of energy. Got it. He'll become a sting orb. Oh. Float around playing the lute and giving pleasure to women. A storb. Mm Mm-hmm. Real, yeah, he would become a storb. (laughs) A sting orb. (laughs) So, yeah, I think we solved this mystery. Great. Well, the great mystery of burrito is solved. Mm -hmm. Let's take one more call. Hello, Jordan, Jesse, Sonny B, and guest. Um, this is Patrick from Pleasanton, California. I'm sitting in traffic, and uh, I just looked in my rearview mirror, and there's an uns- unassuming small Ford car, and in it are two people in full rodeo clown get up, and they are having a very heated discussion, possibly an argument, uh, hope. Hopefully, I'm not going to see confetti flying out the windows from uh, their confetti cannons. Love the show. Have a great one. Get them, get them, get them. Yeah, using our slogan for 2016 isn't going to cover up for your lame-ass punchline. Mm. <laughs> Just describe the fight. You don't have to say confetti from the confetti fact. The th- the. The whole point of this you is punching up this guy's. Uh, you're actually occasion. no. He doesn't need to punch it up. Mm-hmm. He just needs to describe the fight, describe the makeup, describe. Give me concrete details. Don't go on a, a quote unquote comic flight of fancy mm-hmm. as you described it. Sure, I wouldn't describe it that way. Mm-hmm. I found it to be leaden. Mm. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Harsh criticism. Well, that's what. Anticipation Pleasanton gets. Anticipation was so high for this momentous occasion, but you just you just swatted it down. I'll tell you another thing. With your analysis. I was going to tell him, 
that Pleasanton was a great place to get fa. Mm. Then I remember that Sunnyvale. Now, yeah. now you're like, get fucked. Yeah. You got it. Randy, you know, that's why we're such good friends, Randy. Yeah. Hey, uh, where do you, how do you call into this? This sounds really fun. I want to be <laughs> destroyed by somebody. <laughs> 206-984-4FUN is the number to call. Usually we have a really positive attitude. <laughs> yeah, I'll say we have, well, if we take two calls in a show, one yeah. we're nice about and one we're just kind of mean to. Yeah, we try to pick the... on the dudes yeah. mostly. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, can't, you can't, if you only pick because on the Because they've girls. had it for, yeah. Yeah. They got male privilege. <laughs> well... If we don't pick on the girls, because then they would know that we like them. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they would know that we like them. Yeah. That's how we show it. Jordan just hid his face behind a nosegay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm writing my future name in my notebook. <laughs> what's, what's the name? What's Jordan, the name? Mrs. Jordan, Sunnyvale. Jordan Morris... Uh, hyphen retreat lady <laughs> or Jordan retreat lady hyphen Morris or just Jordan retreat lady I'll take her name yeah, get because rid of you that. know what yeah. I'm a feminist and I'm an ally you know what my notebook says hmm. Ikea Bed Bath and Beyond oh that's gonna you're changing that to your <laughs> changing name. my name to Ikea Bed Bath and Beyond that's good Bed Bath and Beyond is one word yeah Bed Bath and Beyond okay is that an ethnic name very yeah Seems it's like Thai it. yeah oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, originally, so, there's a little a little slash over the O that you're not sure what to do with. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's in it's in their letters. You can't even. It's hard yeah. to read. Hard to say for me. You know, what can I say? I got a coupon in the mail. <laughs> so. head, just head down there, change your name. I guess wait, wait, wait. Okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Randy Lidke from Twitter. Really? <laughs> I mean, you're I, the guy who does all the tweets. I've been there. <laughs> Are you the guy who does all the tweets? I generate most of them. Mm-hmm. Twitter.com? Twitter. Go to Twitter.com. And, uh, yep, that's it. And all that's you. <laughs> Most of it. All the Trump stuff, all the Kanye stuff. Yeah. Ghostbuster stuff. Ghostbuster stuff, both pro and con. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's me, the Twitter guy. But you we know? love it all. We love this stuff. You yeah. know what? I love your work. I love social media. Thank you. Uh, MySpace, Snapchat, Friendster, mm-hmm. Grinder, yep. Tumblr. Quarter Pounder. <laughs> um, I love... I love I love all that stuff. Thank you. Can I give you a bit of advice though? Uh yeah. Cuz I'm a bit of a I'm a I'm a <laughs> I'm a bit of a tech geek. Okay, let's hear it. And I love helping people with their tech quandaries. Okay. So I know you've been working a lot on Twitter. You're going to need a new machine. Yeah. Can I give you some advice? Yeah, yeah. You got to get a Dell. Got to get a Dell? Mm-hmm. You got to get a Dell. Okay. I she's used to, got, I had to start she's off got with such Adele. a beautiful voice. Yeah. Oh, Adele. Yeah, you got to get a Dell. Oh, okay. <laughs> and <laughs> do something like make her sing one of her songs inside a car or with children's instruments. Yep, that's that the way be, to the top. Or yep. whatever. Yeah. It's my favorite genre of comedy. Yeah, just <laughs> my favorite genre of music. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I only, I like to listen to and laugh at the same thing, yeah, which yeah. is a celebrity singing a song I know. <laughs> In a little bit of an unusual yeah. situation. Not in quite a comedy, not quite music. Somewhat different mm-hmm. context. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody you know, just comes off real well. Love it, man. Love it when I someone comes off headed. well. <laughs> World is good. Randy Lickey, uh folks can enjoy you on your podcast. That's called The Bone Zone. That's true, yeah. 
What kind of stuff is going down on the Bone Zone? The Bone Zone is me and my friend Brendan Walsh, uh, good friends. Uh, yeah, we get it. You're friends with Brendan Walsh. <laughs> yeah, that's I really mean, that's cool. Not quite, that's not really a brag. I think I'm cooler than he is. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, yeah, it's just very silly. Uh, we uh, I'm trying to think the last episode. This uh, this coming episode, we call Drew Carey on the phone. Talk to him about. Uh, of a cool story. He's friends with Joe Walsh. He tells a cool Joe Walsh story. Other than that, we usually call is bra it, stores. Is it all? <laughs> is it all Walsh stuff? Yeah, all Walsh. All Brendan the time. Walsh. Yeah, is there stories about Joe Walsh? Joe Walsh. Yeah. Um, Bill Walsh. Walsh the Hall of Fame NFL. Sure. Head coach. Yeah. But I, and uh, Walsh's grape juice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just love Walsh's grape juice. More, more. Not as good as Walsh. More likely a, a common occurrence is we call bra store and we go. <laughs> They go, hi, bra store. I won't say the name of it. Victoria's Secret, probably. And they're like, how can I help you? And we say, hi, what's the biggest bra you have? <laughs> they tell us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we go on. And then we say, what's the biggest bra you've ever seen? And then they hang up on us. Oh. And that's how it goes. About 30 times in a row, that's how it'll go. It sounds like a really fun show. Yeah. It'll, it'll go differently if before they say anything, you say, don't, please, please don't hang up. Okay, my doctor is here. And then they'll, do- <laughs> they'll stay on for another minute. But. <laughs> <laughs> that there's a doctor present. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> then they're like, okay. So this is sort of like a pre- <laughs> a premiseless crank yaggers without the puppets? I guess. I don't know. I mean, whatever. We just uh, – we found recently that if we don't want someone to hang up – because like every once in a while we'll do a prank call. It's not like a prank podcast. But uh, we've started calling phone sex because mm-hmm. they won't hang up. Like they're getting paid. So we'll call we'll call phone sex – and uh, you know, just that sounds like an expensive podcast. Yeah, it's cheaper than you'd think. It's not a very popular form of sex anymore. Yeah, I bet phone sex prices are at an all-time low. They are. Not a lot of people are doing it. Now that OPEC's out of the picture. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> but there's some – There's also. it's not all highbrow on this podcast. <laughs> there's also some <laughs> – just some good old yucks, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're very Once in a while, you'll just rub your dick on The Economist. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just, yeah, we'll tap our dicks on the microphone, do the whole thing in Morris code. Sounds cool. Yeah. Sounds like kind of the same vibe as your short-lived uh, seatbelt buckling show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very successful. Well, Randy, it's been a joy to have you on the program. Thank you so much for having me. I wish you so much luck with your special project. Are we being sarcastic? No, <laughs> sincere. We all oh, thank you so much, guys. No, really, I hey, had a great time, Randy. Yeah, you were really great. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so Ooh, happy to be here. Yeah. Super welcoming. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jordan said his throat. Help me. Stop Do you smell toast? Do you smell toast? Yes, but it's in my pocket, so I'm not sure how to interpret this. <laughs> I always keep toast in my pocket in case I have a stroke. You never know. It's sort of like you can jettison it to balance things out. Yeah. Like if I think I'm having a stroke, I just throw the toast far away and see if I can still smell it. Like a ballast situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan Morris, my co-host here, uh, uh, the great Brian Fernandez, Sonny D on the boards. You can hashtag it JJGo on Twitter if you want to go visit uh, our friend Randy here. <laughs> uh, hashtag JJGo. Uh, you can follow – oh, can I mention a new Max Fun show? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we got a great new Max Fun show. Our friend uh, Ben Harrison, 
is the host of this show, longtime Max Funster, uh, directed many videos. A lot of folks might know him from Max, Max FunCon. It's called The Greatest Generation. It's a discussion show about uh, Star Trek The Next Generation mm-hmm. uh, hosted by two guys who maybe are a little uncomfortable with the fact that they have a podcast about Star Trek The Next Generation. Do you think the I, – I can't see that there will be any inter- internet interest in this program. No. There's, so far, there's been no interest in this. Mm-hmm. People, we simply threw this out there. And uh, folks out there – and I'm not going to say what demographic group I'm talking about, but I'm talking about uh, jocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, jocks said, I'm interested in this. I don't know how to use the internet. Uh, and then the internet users, people like real power users of the internet said, why would I be interested in Star Trek The Next Generation? Oh, boy. So this is just for nobody. Yeah. I mean it's sort of like how you see what a big failure uh, – uh, what a big failure like uh, Patrick Stewart's been on Instagram and that kind of thing. <laughs> sure. Yeah, like people just aren't interested. Um, it's basically literally it's the, like he's goofing around with Ian McKellen in a void. The, the literally the only listener to the show right now is Whoopi Goldberg. Hmm. Just waiting for her her, her season to get there. Yeah, they're just doing it for Whoopi. So no, you know, do it, it for Whoopi. Hey, is what it is. You know what I mean? Is what it is. Greatest generation, new Max Fun show. We're very proud of it. And thanks to all the Jordan Jesse Go listeners who've been listening to. Uh, the Beef and Dairy Network, our other new podcast. Um, both of those shows, big successes right out of the gate, thanks to folks like you. So thanks, everybody. We're on Reddit at MaximumFun.Reddit.com. Our producer, Brian Sonny Fernandez, Sonny D. Fernandez. Uh, join that Jordan Jesse Go. Uh, join that Max Fun group on Facebook and like Jordan Jesse Go on Facebook. And we will talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.